Mr. Ward. How would you like to make 50 million dollars? You ready to play? There's 200 million dollars in the vault beneath the strip. With a 32-hour window to get it out. Find the safe. This should be a simple in and out. It's not too late to go back. And every what are we looking at today? We are looking at Army of the Dead. That's right, from Zack Snyder. The movie came out in 2021. I think it was May. It's a Netflix exclusive. Uh, it is. It's going to be now a TV, a cartoon series, and it's also a prequel uh, film on Netflix as well. We are going to be reviewing the original film that was on Netflix a year ago uh, because it's part of our Halloween October uh, movies where we will be reviewing. Um, First of all, I want to say, as I, I sent you a text earlier saying, this was a very, very long film. A lot of fans were excited for this movie because it's a callback to uh, Zack Snyder's, like, one of his original roots, because he did a, a George Romero, like, a zombie film. I think, it was, I think it was Land of the Dead. I could be wrong. But it was a much better, sophisticated film. Though he didn't write that one, he filmed it in his style, which uh, everyone, like, was just happy to see do that. Uh, this was came around the same time as the Justice League movie came out. And people were demanding the Snyder Cut to, to, to be released. So, uh, but we got this before we had the Snyder Cut to kind of kind of give you an idea of the time frame of when this was released. Uh, the Snyder Cut came out about three months later in July, uh, but we got this in May. So, uh, your thoughts and just give us a general idea of what this movie is about. So, uh, and then I'll go into it afterwards. Uh, this film is about a war. I guess um, you could say it. It's about human beings and the zombies mm -hmm. there was an explosion mm -hmm. um yeah uh, it's in la so somebody um was fighting i guess the um how can I, okay um it's about okay, we'll help you out a little bit well it, it takes place in vegas and it's a heist right. it's a heist film uh yeah that's it zombie infection uh, and then that's and that's basically uh, it's um, kind of like Ocean's Eleven, where they have to go into this uh, casino vault to get some money before they blow up and kill the zombies, and they have to get right. out. So it's kind of Escape from New York meets Ocean Eleven, but with zombies. Okay, that's, that's what I was gonna think. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, well, that's what I was gonna think. Okay, yeah, go right. on. Absolutely. Okay, okay, I will break this down into into segments before I'd even pick up on that the zombie uh, alpha, like the the like. Patient Zero or Patient X, which you want to call them, is mm -hmm. was an infected alien, is an infection from an alien, or mm -hmm. it could be like a, a man-made lab, like military experiment gone gone awry. Uh, mm -hmm. Because they were the opening, the opening of the movie was taking place over um, Area 51. Right. And the drivers were talking, and it's like, well, you know, a lot of aliens were coming down here, and it's a government conspiracy. Uh, and that's what you're, what that's what this is about. So uh, right. you you know so and the, the fact that the behavior of this virus from the alpha, how it infects and how the superhuman these, this 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 um, like alpha zombie is, can yeah. be you know a symbiote you know like like a venom suit, but like just but it's right. uh, but it but it spreads through the infection. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so if I think of it as an alien, then yeah, it does make some sense. 
but we, we're all being infected by this alien viral strand because this was a man-made strand and it's like raccoon city gone haywire so mm-hmm. uh, that was that was it uh now my in my personal experience working in security the security detail on this for something like of this nature is completely wrong they would never do that and the people who are transfer transferring the cargo of this patient x guy uh would be a lot more detailed um i can only say from my personal experience transferring being part of a chain that transfers uh let's say we'll say a viral a virus okay a deadly virus in in a, in a major metropolitan city it's a dead strand it wasn't like a live virus the amount of precautions that's taken to transport something like that in a city that's heavily populated, regardless of what it is, is immensely much more sophisticated and much more detailed than what you saw on the film. So the fact that a small military uh, convoy would deliver this guy in this type of situation is it's it's impossible. Unless it was told off the books that it, mm-hmm. they were trying to find some sort of like black ops thing that, but even still, you would have to have uh, your crew to be somewhat aware of this and more heavily trained to deal with this type of like situation so mm-hmm. i'm just saying in terms of, of a realistic approach this is completely unrealistic um mm-hmm. yeah so before i carry on uh did you like this movie or not it was violent but mm-hmm. it was kind of good and silly mm-hmm. because you know people getting shot and then your eye or your leg or foot or whatever can like blown up like you know that kind of didn't kind of silly you know mm-hmm. because because you'd get like a shot in the head or or your mouth would come off or whatever it wasn't bad actually mm-hmm. you know i just laughed for some of it because some of it couldn't happen like in real life yeah i i like some of the characters i like Dieter, the safe cracker i mean i mean they make a sequel i'm mm-hmm. oh, sorry a prequel to his film um a lot of the characters are really interesting that they have i mean i love batista this movie really showcases his ability the minute i saw um the blade runner movie and then I, there was a there's going to be a like a short film that he does after that and this is just his range and his ability to perform um after seeing blade Runner, i thought this guy like he is the real deal. Like I would see him in almost anything, and he he really does bring his bring his A game to his movie. Like he gets the emo- emotions, though the premises are set up in a way that he it offers him the chance to do that. I mean, a lot of it's kind of like, in in a practical setting, it's like for instance, the girl the girl reveals how much she loves how much uh, she loves him, and it comes at a time where something bad happens to her, just yeah. for the sake of having a dramatic effect. Right. Um, Stuff like that is like the setup is kind of set up. The setup is sort of executed wrong, and the daughter. Um, a lot of people, and I agree, don't like this daughter because you know what she does. Like in the third act, you know, you're like, why? You know, because the clock's ticking and things start to go south real, real mm-hmm. fast. Um, did you find any fault in the plot? Was there anything that bothered you that, that seemed a little off, or like any red flags? Um. Yeah, um, with the father and the daughter, mm-hmm. um, when they're, you know, when they're at the end, um, um, the guy who, who's, he's in WWF, I forget. Oh, Dave Batista. Yeah. Dave Batista. 
mm-hmm. he was just um you know he's he's almost gonna die mm-hmm. right and he's like you know um um talking to out you know like he's dying too 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 long it takes for him like to die too long mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you know like that's just not and that's not how you die i don't think so but i thought it was kind of silly that part right well and, yeah. yeah well i think Amara hardwick guy from the movie uh, the tv series power um yeah yeah um, he was in a vault like okay here's one of the things that bothered me like if you're going to put a nuclear bomb a low a low grade nuclear bomb over vegas he's mm-hmm. in the safe and they blow up vegas right these right. are the vaults the bomb blew up the vault so he's able to escape but mm-hmm. he'd still have some sort of you know like, like radiation fallout he'd be sick with radiation poisoning exiting out of there yeah. right yeah so that one bothered me the one part that i that made me pause was like okay so the zombies can't fire back it is zombies so there's they're inside this little um death box right and the planes are dropping bombs but so then I said to myself, well, why is a guy jumping out of a parachute with only a handgun dropping in the middle of mm-hmm. a, a, a zone? Unless it was like at the beginning where they didn't know there was a zombie apocalypse going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he's, 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 he's descending down into like a bunch of horde of zombies and all he has is just like a handgun. And like, that's just not making much sense. But at the mm-hmm. time, there's too much to process. So you couldn't really uh, get, the, get, in, get into that. The other thing that bothered me was, um, okay, well, I love Tignataro. The, the helicopter pilot, she's great. Um, I heard about what happened to Chris DeCella, the the comedian, who got kicked off the set because of his, of some controversy. And and then basically okay. she she came in and she, she was never on set with the other actors. They kind of did that in post. When we look at her a little bit, a lot of times the screen looks a little fuzzy or out of focus. It's because they had yeah. to put her in there. Uh, so if you didn't know that, that's that's a lot of the reason why there was a big. Um, depth of field adjustments in, in, throughout the throughout the movie that seemed a little off. Uh, mm. But if you didn't know that, it still works pretty well. And I, I like that. Mm. Uh, and I, I think she's funny. She gives a line about like $2 million. She goes, I hate my life. $2 million will, will fix that. You need a helicopter pilot? That's all I need, I need to know. We're good to go. Mm. So okay. like she she had a really cool attitude, good raw. Like it's just, she was the coolest thing about this. Uh, yeah. uh, Dieter, the, the, the safe cracker guy, funny. And um, I forgot Omari Hardwick's character's name, but like he was pretty cool. Um, yes. uh, Theo Rossi, who we met at Fan Expo, who was known for playing Shades at mm. uh, on uh, Luke Cage, was there. He played the, uh, I guess, uh, uh, the immigration officer uh, that's yeah, down there, yeah. kind of a creepy guy. Uh, yeah. So the thing that bothered me about the mo- about this movie too is that the um, the 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 camp the, the camp is way too close to the zone of where the infection infection is right yeah why would it be like right against the wall with all these people like shouldn't you be like away from the wall if you can have a, a, a group because they they scan people for infection but I, I'm like <laughs> shoot I mean if a bird drops down with whatever with zombie poo yeah you're gonna infect everybody around them because they're right there next to the building like if yeah. you got a camp of people survivors move away. You know, that's just yeah. if you have COVID, right? Your neighbor yeah. has COVID, but someone says to you, hey, Evie, why don't you move across the street where it's safer? Or would you want to live next door to the guy that has COVID? I'm just saying you have a better <laughs> chance of avoiding getting the viral strand if you move away from the person who has said yeah. 
like yeah I, did you know i'm not a i'm not a professional doctor i just you know i got you okay but it was it was cool i mean there's some things about it that i made a little very i mean i'm not saying it makes sense but like they could have done something that would make a little bit more reason make it more mm. reasonable uh yeah. i like the coyote lily uh you know she she knew the rules of it uh, i mm -hmm. like the hierarchy uh and i like valentine and valentine is, okay. the, is the is the is the tiger the zombie right. tiger right uh, right yeah yeah so like when i saw that i'm like okay that's new mm. uh but i also like the establishment you, you have the george romero zombies which are the slow zombies you have mm. the alpha zombies you got, yeah. you got the 28 days zombie who, zombies who run fast and yeah. you know and because of the heat you know and you know they're drying up so you have a, a, a horde of zombies that are just like yeah like that's the reason why it hasn't gotten the apocalypse is because they're all dried up in the desert because they don't know better and they're just like basically wasting away yeah. so there is there is some logic behind this but um you know some things are not okay like for example when they go into the building to cut it to get across to the casino uh all the all the slow zombies are in hibernation and the girl gets uh is trapped amongst them and she's killing all these zombies. she escapes right and she is no more than let's say 15 feet from the other guys when they she breaks out right mm -hmm. she's not infected they have guns instead they let her die and, they sh and, he, and the her friend shoots the uh, the gas canister but like th but throughout the entire 30 minutes of her her trying to navigate through all the zombies and not get bit she was like right there she finally got to the other guys and they let her die you know it's like you're mm -hmm. it's like it's like me saying every hey you know i got a gun there's a zombie on you he's about to bite you i can shoot him in the head or say you know what eh you're you're yeah. you know <laughs> even though i can see you like i got a blank point blank and i have like three of the guys yeah. with me with machine guns that can mm -hmm. save you but no they but the zombies like right there well you know akuna matata mm. okay um, so there was that and the last thing i'll also just say is um uh you know, no, I'll, 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 that's a thing going too long. But, oh, but there were things about it that I that I did like about. It. I thought that was really good. Uh, but some of the choices they make, you kind of like you're wondering like why this or why that, you know. Um, and of course, Amari uh, uh, Hardwick being uh, surviving surviving the nuclear blast and then traveling across and then, but and being like and the thing is when you establish the rules for instance like if, if the main alpha bites you you turn within 10 seconds to become a zombie okay from a single yeah. this is from the weapon x zombie right two characters get bit by the alpha male at some point mm -hmm. we don't see the 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 one guy who gets bit it's at least an hour and a half before we <laughs> see him and yeah. then he turns Right, which yeah. and it is done strictly for the sake for the movie, but it makes no sense. So right. you you make the rules, but then you then you defy the rules to to make it for your for yourself. Mm. Um, that being said, you know, and if if you can ignore the fact that you you know you have ninety minutes to escape, and your daughter takes off to find some someone else, who by the way, we don't know what happens to the woman after. You know, right? Yeah, we don't. Um, I'm going too long. I'm sorry. But anyways, do I like the movie? I love the movie. It's great. It's fun. There's some great action. There's, there's a zombie tiger. You don't see that's mm. it. If you put your brain, leave it hanging on the wall and just watch the movie, you'll have a great time for a popcorn. Mm. If they trim down maybe a half an hour, like them walking through the, the, the dead zombies just to give you some sort of like, just get to the point of it. Uh, it would be 
immensely better than what it was. But yeah. it's still a good movie. Uh, common sense out the window. It's still a good film. Cool. Um, yeah. Any last words? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was very funny at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the stuff did not make sense or stuff happened like in uh, a million hours for the stuff to happen, mm-hmm. you know, be a good laugh. And I'd give it like, uh, um, I don't know, maybe eight out of 10. Okay. So eh, that was okay though. Good laugh for like yeah. three hours or so. Yeah. I give it a seven, seven and a half. I'm going to go to the email back. You've heard mailbag song. Hit it. Letters. I get letters. So many letters. Okay. So I got two emails for uh, Army of the Dead. The first one we got is from uh, Martin P. And Martin writes, a very enjoyable zombie film. Interesting characters, original story with a different twist on the zombie zombies themselves. Good fun. Hopefully, we'll see another movie in the ser- in this series, which we do. It'll be Army of Thieves, which is not a zombie film, but it is. Mm-hmm. But I understand that was a cartoon series. I don't know if it's out yet. Uh, it might be on Netflix. You can check it out. Okay. And next we have is from Mark H. And Mark writes, "Well, from the sounds, it like it's like an original idea for another zombie flick. I was quite excited to see this, but." With the wooden acting and the predictable storyline, I found myself fast-forwarding a lot of times uh, of this film. Utter boredom. I think, I'll just, I'll, before I say something, I'll, I'll just let them, I'll keep going. They really could have went to town with this, but it just falls flat. If a sequel comes, I'll give it a hard pass. Um, yeah, and this is from Mark H. I, I do agree with you. I did accidentally fast-forward the scenes where I was talking about the girl who gets, who they could have saved from the zombies, from the slow zombies. I did, like... 30 minute fast forwards by accident, right? Because I wanted to see the time. And I hit and I hit fast forward, I think, twice. And even even though it jumped a minute, I could have went seven minutes into the into the movie and it'd still be like slow. Oh. So oh. yeah, there are parts of it where they could have like just cut it down, you know. Yeah. But they wanted to go for the suspense, and it's just like there's you just get to the point, you know, don't have to pry through all yes. this. Uh, any questions you want to ask me? Um, no, not really. I think you covered it all. Okay. You did a good job with that. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, for double feature, I don't have one really. I think uh, it's mainly like it reminds me of Oceans, Oceans 11, Oceans 13. Um, but when it comes to like getting in and getting out, it's, it is escaped from New York. With, 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 rather than be uh, um, other gangs, it's basically zombies you know, mm-hmm. or, but the one that actually, it's funny. The, the one thing that does remind me, the, I think the closest now that I think about it, even out loud is the girl who's in it. Anna De La Grega. Uh, she, uh, she is the love interest for uh, Batista's character. Mm-hmm. She was in the movie, uh, the purge, uh, the last one that right. just came out. Anyway, she was in that movie. And again, they had like a kind of escape to New York kind of feel. And that was exactly the same on par with, with the, what, with what I was watching on this one. Mm-hmm. So okay. what's your double feature? Do you have a feature, double feature one? Double feature one. Um, the one I'm thinking of is something Myers. Um, like Michael Myers. Yeah. Pardon? Like Michael Myers. Like yeah. Halloween? Thinking. You're thinking Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, actually, no, actually, that one is like some of the, yeah, um, 
yeah, some of the Mike Myers movie mm-hmm. because some of it's just like funny, you know, people are getting um shot or whatever or stabbed or whatever. And I was thinking, nah, that can't happen. Anyway, I'll I'll make this short. Um yeah, it was a kind of kind of um weird, you know, he's just holding down people and um and allowing them to die. I don't know anyway, if that's real or whatever. Anyway, right. that's my idea. Oh okay. yeah, okay. No, it's good. Well, I'm just going to end it up with this. I think Theo Rossi and uh, Garrett Dillahunt, who are two characters, and kind of like Michael Ironside, when you look at them, they look like villains. They look like creepy guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Theo Rossi more so. I mean, though he was in um, Sons of Anarchy and, of course, Luke Cage. Yeah, and yeah. Garrett Dillahunt, who plays the uh, office man's um, right-hand man uh, who gets involved with these guys. Oh, I, get, I do get to mention... Um, Hiroki Sonata, who played, um, who was in Bullet Train recently, and mm-hmm, you know him mm-hmm. from Mortal Kombat. Uh, he played Hanzo Scorpion. Uh, he mm-hmm. plays Mr. Tanaka, the guy who sends him into the whole, yeah. know, the whole thing. Uh, love him, love him. I think he's a great actor, and I wish we saw more of him. But of course, it's because of the way it's set up. Uh, but yeah. anyways, for the criminal, for the bad guys, they make the movie, and uh, they're worth watching. Especially Theo Rossi, when he gets his just desserts, it's kind of it's really it's really fun to watch. And uh, Garrett Dillon, uh, the writing's on the wall with his character. You know, you, the minute you the minute you see uh, his what's going to happen, what's coming down the pipe for him, you're like, mm-hmm. it's something. It reminds me of the um, well. It, I'll put it this way: it re- reminds me of a very well known uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie, which I'll mm-hmm. leave it at that for those who knew who, who know what I'm talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, it is it's worth the watch. It's fun um because of the time frame watch it at home mm-hmm. it's a streaming movie and it's worth it's, it's worth it's cool. that. okay so with that i'm your host ray and i'm Abby. we'll talk to you next week thank you what the they're not what you think they are they're organized. The best that you can hope for is to die. Oh, shit.